Cultivated Marketer, Episode 17, Next Phase. Brent and Matt get together to talk about the next phase of Cultivated Marketer podcast in advance of IABC Worldcon 2022. Welcome to Cultivated Marketer, where we talk marketing professional development so your garden of opportunity grows. This is Brent Bowen. And I'm Matt Tidwell. Matt, good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. It's been a while. It has been a while. <laughs> and you and I've connected. We just haven't connected with our listening audience. Like you you and I've gotten together over lunch and I think over a pint. <laughs> maybe. Yes, a, a couple times, but it's nice to bring the broader group together again, right? So I'm as excited as I can be to, to be back here with you and to talk about kind of the next phase for Cultivated Marketer as we come off of this imposed hiatus here based on some some things that we've had a few we've had a few things going on in our lives right yeah it's been a little bit of a disney roller coaster i know for for each of us both professionally and kind of personally so you know one of the great things is my business has been growing like a weed yep that's been happening for you and for me you know as many people know i'm i'm ensconced in academia and business has been good. The master's degree program that I run is, has been, we've had sort of record enrollments over the last couple of years, which has been terrific. And we've added some new wrinkles for our, our working professional students that come with us. And so I've been kind of busy with that and just some service to the university and serving on a couple of search committees and things like that. So it's been and in the midst of all that coming off of a, a pandemic and, and sort of getting a chance to reinsert a little bit in the professional development community. I think I was telling you, I, I was at a just a gathering this morning for one of our local organizations, KCIABC, and it was good. I think we had something like 10 or 11 people there for like a 7.30 a.m. coffee. So, yeah, it was really good. And it's, so it's, it's nice to see those events come back and, and people get out a bit more in circulation. And, and so that's, that's, at least recently, that's been keeping me busy as well. Yeah, it's great to see the in-person events starting to, I'm on, I think I'd mentioned this on one of the prior episodes that may, our last episode was with Eric Huey. And mm -hmm. one of the things, in addition to the the work and the the board role I serve with Kansas City Young Audiences, I just recently joined the, the board of Social Media Club mm. of Kansas City, trying to help resurrect great. the organization because a lot of those organizations went on hiatus just because, you know, IBC has been great. They've been able to maintain content. And maintain even remote. They've had good mm -hmm. good programming from IBC. It's great to see that in person yeah. work happen. But there have been other organizations, a lot of the professional organizations that locally have kind of struggled with programming. And now it's great to see you know a lot of the rigor about getting that programming and and showcasing and sharing best practices and and case studies and just just connecting again. As human beings and professionals, it's it's great to see that come about. Yeah, and I think some of the leadership groups were really concerned, you know, will we get people to come back? But I, I was at our local AMA chapter at an event at Wayside, one of the large animal shelters, Wayside Waves, last week, and they had close to 30 people there. I mean, you know, so, which is a good number and would have been approximate, approximating kind of where they were pre-pandemic. So I think things are coming back. It's kind of nice to see. It is nice to see. Yeah, Social Media Club, we had a networking event mm. about six weeks ago. And ended up having about 30 or 40 people come through, which was, which was great. And that's the kind of organization, you know, social media club would pull in a hundred people for a breakfast, probably mm -hmm. not expecting that when we kind of relaunch a lot of the programming, but you know, expecting at least half that as as folks come through. So 
we'll we'll talk as we get closer to those events. I may even be speaking at one of those events, I think for social media club at some point on live streaming. Wouldn't be surprised to have me mention that here. But what else have you been up to? Gosh, you know, it's it's really been trying to keep the balls juggling in the air, but in a slightly different way. And you know, it's amazing how your calendar shifts a bit when you go from complete remote to back in person. And so now, you know, it's funny, even as I was looking at my activities today, it's like, you know, during pandemic, I never used to have to plan travel transit time, right? So, <laughs> you know, I had our meeting today, right? It's like, oh, I forgot to, to, to do the little travel in Daisha there. So, sure. um, so it's, it's been, it's, it's caused me to kind of get, get back into, into the old swing of things. But yeah, other than that, it's, it's just, again, just been kind of keeping, you know, do, doing the great work that, that we've been able to do with students, which is always a lot of fun. It's been, I mean, University of Kansas, it was a great spring for us. There was a, there was a, a, a national championship. A little basketball thing. I was going to, you're, yeah. I'm, you're completely glossing over yeah. something. And we, as yeah, I have yeah. my, as I have my KU flag, like right behind you, I'm like, wait, Matt. <laughs> well, you know, things like national championships, final four, Brent, for us, those are just kind of, those are just sort of natural occurrences, right? No, I'm kidding. It was, it was, yeah, it was a great spring semester and it was a bit hard there for a while to keep students' attention, particularly during the heat of basketball season. But, but uh, hey, at the end of the day, it's it's funny because we. I was talking with somebody who works in university recruiting, and when the team does well and wins a national championship, they can very that tracks directly with things like inquiries and 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 sort of metrics like that. So it's been a fun spring. It's, it's been the a fun best spring. branding you you can get. So. How did you get to New Orleans? Because you were in New Orleans. I, I was. Yes. Okay. How I, did I you get to New Orleans? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my my son's an undergrad, as you know. Yeah. At the University of Kansas, is a journalism and film student, and I open up my iPhone to find a Final Four ticket, digital <laughs> ticket on my phone, and so I I text him and I said I see this ticket, and he said, Well, Dad, the ticket was only forty dollars, and I, I think if that for students. Oh yeah. And. So I said to him, I go, that's great. But one, how are you getting there? And two, where the heck are you staying? Yeah. Right. And, and he said, I'll get back to you. I'm going to do a little research. And I think he figured out flight and hotel room was going to cost him about 4,500 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It was truly planes, trains, and automobiles. Very difficult to flights were obviously an issue and hotels actually were the, were the biggest issue for us. We ended up having to stay across the river and, and things like that, but which kind of, you know, I was kind of new Orleans, you've been there many times as mm -hmm. it's a big convention city. So I knew this was one of the first real big events post pandemic, but I kind of thought eh, everything will be fine. You know, it's a big, and, and it, it was, it was really the, the travel issues around things like accommodations and flights were much more difficult than I thought they would, than I thought they would be. So, but anyway, Hey, they won, right? They so won. as long as they won, nobody, nobody remembers that piece of it. So no. glad, glad that I went. That's kind of a once in a lifetimer. So it was, it was a lot of fun for sure. That's cool. Yeah. We're big on problem solving in this house, mm. but I'm glad he didn't find this. So I, yeah. I turned to my wife after he, he stopped the whole thing and sold this ticket. And I, I turned to my wife and I said, I'm glad he didn't find the websites where you can rent an RV. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Because then you could have solved both problems. Yeah. Pile people. And there were people that did that too. Oh, that I'm just, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we find solutions when we need to, right? Well, we're talking about getting together in person. You and I are going to get together in person with a number of our colleagues here in a couple of weeks at IABC world conference. And it's set in New York. And I know I am extremely excited about reconnecting with, with colleagues in that kind of capacity. I had the, the benefit of heading out to Los Angeles at the end of March, early April. Matter of fact, I went to a KU watch party for the Providence game 
in an LA bar. That was super oh, cool. Wow. Like yeah. I, I got tired of the conference thing and the Providence game was on and I, I dragged my colleague. I said, we're going to go to a watch party tonight. And so got to hang out with some fellow Jayhawks. That was, that was a lot of fun, but I, you know, I got the benefit to go to this podcast conference in Los Angeles, one of the mm. largest in the world. It was so great to, to reconnect, get inspired with colleagues. You and I get the benefit of doing that at IBC world conference. I know I'm excited that it's in New York for the first time in a long time and reinvigorating kind of professional networking and development in that city with that kind of energy is going to be great. I I'm very fortunate that I'm going to get to, to spread some of the things I've learned at podcast movement at the IBC conference. So I'm doing a, I'm speaking at that event. I'm doing a discussion on podcasting show structures that sing. So I get to speak very specifically on different types of show structures, which is a lot of fun for me just because there's so much creativity and possibility with, with a podcast, even beyond what we do, where we sit down and interview folks, there's so much in the way of storytelling that I get to share that with people. So I'm super excited about that. And the, the one thing that's really cool about the IBC world conference is the ability to connect with colleagues. You and I've had the benefit of, you know, decades of experience with, with colleagues, local, national, international. And this may be the one opportunity in years that I get the chance to catch up with a colleague that I used to work with at sprint, you know, 15 years ago, that's now at Walmart or now working for Amazon. And I get a, get a chance to catch a pint. And then I get to meet some new colleagues from New Zealand or Australia because there's very much an international flavor. And you learn so much from that, from that experience, just because they view the world a little bit differently. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm so looking forward to it. And first of all, you're a bit humble, my friend. Congratulations on getting that speaking. Because I, you know, I'm on the board for IBC, as you know, and, and I, I know that that program committee, the process for selecting and screening speakers is, is definitely robust. And so for you to have been asked to speak is, is a nice accomplishment for you. So congratulations on that. I know Thank you. that may be the Midwest humility. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but, but yeah, we, we need to brag on you a bit there. Cause that's, that's really cool. And, and you, you, you continue to build your brand as, as the podcast guy around the communications world. So congratulations there, but yeah, what you uh, gosh, I'm so looking forward to this. I, you and I, let's see, we were together at the Vancouver world conference yes. in 2019, which mm-hmm. was the last, uh, I can speak for IABC, I guess, since I'm on the board. The, the last one we were able to have and and what a great conference i mean it was it was packed the energy was palpable i remember you and i were on the canada party cruising the oh that Vancouver was so much fun party right yeah and and it was just the the energy there was just really incredible and and ibc has always done world conference very well so now you know we've we've come off of this really tumultuous time of the pandemic where memberships have been tough to to come by to keep people retaining their membership. We had to do the last two world conferences virtually. So yeah, there's a lot of pent up energy to get this thing pulled off, and and I know the, the IBC will do a great job with it, and very much looking forward to it. And I yeah, the same same kind of things for me, reconnecting with colleagues. You know, in my case, not just the people who attend, but also my my colleagues on the board for IBC is you know, as we begin to think about what's next for an organization like that post pandemic. And so it's just going to be extremely exciting. And, and I know one of the things that you and I were anxiously awaiting was the roster of speakers. Yes. Uh, and so that is now out and it got us thinking a little bit about potential guests, right? For cultivated marketer, the idiom fish in a barrel may not be appropriate, but the <laughs> an abundance of riches. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, kid in a candy store. As you and there, I were looking there at, we go. Okay, we're that's probably the list. Brett and I, folks, were looking at this list, going, "Oh my gosh, 
there's just so many great people on the speaker list and, and folks that we've worked with in the past and have national and international profiles. And so, yeah, you may, maybe we'll just, I'll just pick out a couple names here from the list that we have and talk about them. And I know you have some as well, but one or two that, that popped out to me, Darcy Eichenberg, who really speaks a lot around the country and around the world on high-performance leadership and teams working through change. Darcy keynoted our KCIABC Business Communicator Summit here, I think, four years ago. Really love Darcy. I think she'll be great. Ann Wiley is, a, again, talk about somebody who's got a really national and international profile in a specific area. In her case, it's writing. And she's really been a specialist in writing as kind of a lost art. And so she'll be speaking. And gosh, some other people that you know have had deep profiles either through IBC or just through communications. I know a guy who I didn't really know very well but heard speak a couple of years ago is a former IABC chair, I believe, Mark Schumann is going to be at World Conference as well. So he's another guy that I, I, I see you and I kind of walking down hallways, grabbing people by the arm and say, step in here so we can get you on Cultivated Marketer. Because I, I think it, yeah, it, it truly is a kid in a candy store when you take a look at this terrific list of speakers. But I know you know a couple of the folks here as well. So Yeah, even before getting to my folks, the, the one where you, when you were mentioning Mark Schumann and the the notion that he's kind of the CEO whisperer i'm definitely going to be attending his session because yeah. that that is a that is a trait that is a skill that can certainly be worthwhile for anyone in their yep. career being able to to speak to the c suite understand their motivations understand how to align what you're doing from a marketing or communication standpoint to company objectives, because that's what they're thinking about all the time, right? Is I I'm very interested in if we aren't able to corner Mark and both strong arm him into a room to talk to him is at least be able to attend and, and listen to his session. Yeah. There are a couple on here too that. So I'd mentioned, you know, the work I'm doing now with social media club, every time we have a monthly meeting, the metaverse comes up mm -hmm. as a topic. And one that we should be exploring and understanding as the next phase is next landscape, if you will, for, or ecosystem, if you will, for the communicator and, and marketer. And there are a couple speakers speaking on that. So Shell Holtz, mm -hmm. who's been a long time. Oh, sure. Everybody uh, knows Shell. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I, I go back probably 20 years where, you know, I, where I was green and, and relatively new to the, to the communication and marketing world and had the the opportunity to work with shell and when he was helping an organization i was with from a consulting capacity so he adds a lot of value a lot of experience around understanding you know again how these things even though they're shiny and new how does it translate to successful business objectives but shell's gonna be talking about the metaverse as well as joe and i believe her last name's pronounced ire i think so and she's i believe from australia but works for a gaming company so the perspective of storytelling, I, I'm excited to see both of these presentations on the metaverse because they'll probably bring something a little different. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's a group or a topic that I'm certainly interested in, not only hearing their presentation, but seeing if we can't have the opportunity to speak with them. A couple other folks, a couple other conversations, Jenny field, I've had the opportunity to meet with at the Vancouver Worldcon. very dynamic speaker talks about communication can calm chaos. So more your organizational development, culture, internal communication, but things are in such a state of flux. We talk about people returning to the workplace, this concept of remote or hybrid work, 
So we've had nothing but chaos yeah, for right. the last couple of years, right? And so I know I know Jenny's going to be able to handle that topic with such depth and skill that I'm excited to to speak and catch up with her. And then the other one, people don't see us, but if they go onto the website, they can see us is they know that we're both middle-aged white men, right? <laughs> and and guilty. Guilty, right? And you know, I I had mentioned I'm on the the board for Kansas City Young Audiences, which a whole part of its mission is helping underserved communities. So one of the things we're exploring through that organization is DEIA, as many organizations are, you know, looking at DEI initiatives. And Adam Ross is talking about, and well, to step back, as a middle-aged white man, as I'm engaging in those conversations, I almost have a little bit of imposter syndrome. I was telling you that before the mm-hmm. conversation. It's like, how can I really help? How can I really add value? And so Adam has his presentations engaging men in gender equity initiatives and diversity initiatives. And so I'm really excited to to maybe catch up with Adam and and maybe maybe you and I as middle-aged white man can find a few solutions on how we could contribute and provide value in a lot of things that are, you know, top of mind and societally relevant. Well, you know, those conversations continue. I mean, you know, it's it's so I think top of mind for all organizations, you know, how are we going to treat DEIB in, you know, in the appropriate way and, and make it a significant part of our organization and really see the strengths that DEIB can bring to us as an organization. And, and so I think those are extremely important conversations to have. And so in fact, I think there was, there was actually more than just his Certainly. presentation on that DEIB topic. So that's always a hot one. And, but yeah, no, I noticed the same thing. That'll be, that'll be very thought provoking. Definitely want to want to see what Adam has to say about that. Sure. And uh, We've just scratched it. Like you said, a kid in the candy store, we've just scratched the surface on the, the number of the great sessions, the number there was one, two, there's a panel discussion. You and I noticed some folks from Reagan, mm-hmm. we're going to be there yeah. where they're talking about the, the future communicator 2030. So I think really prognosticating forward what we need to be paying attention to, which I think will be insightful, but a number of great possibilities and sessions for sure. Yeah, and you know, I don't want to forget, Brent, that now that we're coming off hiatus, right? We've we've had still two or three targets out there that we've mm-hmm. been circling more local here to the Midwest and the Kansas City area that we wanted to get on the show. One that that I had talked with a few weeks ago that I'm really excited to to get her book just as quickly as we can is Dr. Danny Legree at Kansas State University. She's in their journalism school there, and she does some fascinating research on younger professionals nice fit with our show, who want to move into leadership roles and what that looks like and what are the differences in terms of things like gender in that regard. And so I, I think Danny's research is, is I'd, lo- I'd love to get that deep research that's happening in our business that is admittedly more, a little bit more on the academic side, but I think definitely has application on the professional side as well. And believe me, she's a person, she's worked in the profession, she's worked at agencies, so she knows how to translate that very easily. Really excited to, to maybe try to to get Danny on the show as quickly as we can after, of course, we get back from all of this, all of this activity we're going to have in New York city. Yeah. So I'm excited to speak with Danny when, when we get back from, from IBC. And then I think the, the couple other folks we were looking to chat with, or at least topics that we were looking Mm -hmm. to identify was multicultural Yep, marketing was a possibility. And then even some nonprofits we've dabbled Mm -hmm. and probably had some case studies. You know, if we reflect on the first, you know, 10 plus episodes that we've produced, right? Yeah. There have been case studies in the nonprofit world, but really to speak with somebody that's in it day in and day out and have a, a nonprofit marketer, we've been doing some interesting work with the, the organization Unbound. And so there's likelihood we can bring on a Steve McLean, who's 
the head of marketing there at Unbound and and trying to incorporate. He was at the the last in-person BCS. He was there as he didn't speak, but he was one of the folks in attendance. And he he's been in leadership roles at several different companies around around the city and marketing and just trying to understand and share the challenges that nonprofit goes through, their ability to tell story, the ability with inflation and tightening wallets. How's the donor ask happening? There, there were a lot of challenges during the pandemic. There were a lot of concerns about a lot of nonprofits, as many businesses, but also nonprofits going out of business. So excited to to speak with someone like a Steve. If you know Steve, I think the, the the individual I know will be able to to line up. But that nonprofit world, something we we're looking to explore. Yeah, and I just I you know, and I know as we come off this here into this next phase, we're going to keep that focus on you know professional development, right? So so what do and and I think really with a with an eye toward certainly professional for everybody, but with an eye toward younger professionals because this is a critical time for them. You and I both deal with them, and and I think so when we can bring you know it's funny as I was getting ready for the conversation, I've just been having playing my my Apple Play in my car some of our past episodes. And boy, I'll tell you, if we can if we can accomplish in phase two what we did in phase one, because when you look at some of the guests we had, I mean, these are very smart people, Jessica Best and Grant Gooding, and you know that we, you and I both said, well, you know, we'll have short conversations. They ended up being two parters, probably could have been three parters <laughs> in in some ways. But you know, I, I listened to Grant and Jessica's episode just to pull them out just the other day, and I I highlighted three or four things that I'm now going to use in classes, clips from what they had to say about young professionals, what they look for in young professionals, what they value in professional development, how you can gain leadership experience by being on a nonprofit board. There are just so many pearls there that I think are important for the kind of students that I work with and I know you work with as well. So if we can if we can replicate that in phase two, I think we'll have a hit on our hands. Yeah. It, people can't see me smiling at you when you were yeah, talking right. through that, because in my presentation, there's actually a one minute soundbite from Grant. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, around the A versus C student, right? Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. little that little gem he shared with us. And then Jessica, I'd be remiss to not mention Jessica because she was just named Kansas City Next Gen Leader by the business by the by the business journal. So these are the types of folks where we're being able to benefit from the conversation and garner kind of these like you said, these pearls of wisdom from their experience, from their, you know, from their lessons learned, their successes, their failures, and being able to bring them on the show. And it's, you know, it's funny that you and I had divided this, well, we're going to Worldcon and then we're going to bring in these local folks, right? Because even then, some of the other folks we had was Christian Mad- Madonics. Yeah, Christian Madonics, mm-hmm. right? Firehouse Sub. Firehouse Sub. Chief Marketing Officer, yep. Out of Florida. Mm-hmm. And then Danielle Bond. Mm-hmm. Bond. Yep, Danielle Bond, who's the current IABC chair from Melbourne, Australia. So we'll, we'll so see, uh, cool. you get a chance to meet Danielle after yeah, talking cool. with her on the podcast. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting yeah, her. She's great. Certainly. So the little show that could, you know, we're bringing the yeah. world to Kansas city sometimes. Yeah, We're making the, you know, we're, we're, we're the exorbitant salary we're paid for cultivated marketer <laughs> is now, you know, starting to bear fruit. It's really nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> As we're recording this in my basement. Yeah, right? Right. exactly. <laughs> so, well, it was great to catch up. You bet. I, I've had a lot of fun just kind of walking through, you know, walking through the different speakers we're going to see at IBC WorldCon. And we're very excited to share those folks with you. Matt, is there anything else you'd like to add? I don't to think mention? so. I'm going to rush home and start packing. And, <laughs> and we're going to have a, a bit more than my normal stuff, a little bit of audio equipment. But yeah, it'll be, uh, we, we definitely will will wear out the carpet on the in the hotel hallways. I'm quite sure of that. Yeah. Well, the date we're recording of this is the day 
and deadline for me to submit my presentation. Oh, that still needs to happen. Yeah, so we, I, we should probably move on. <laughs> we, we need to move along. Well, thanks everybody for joining us and spending a little time and we will catch up with you with our next episode guest to be determined from IBC WorldCon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. If you found value in today's episode, check us out on our website, cultivatedmarketer.com. You'll also be able to subscribe to us, rate us, and leave us a comment on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Remember, a garden of opportunity grows with Cultivated Marketer. Cultivated Marketer.